HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. The following program has been brought to you by Barterhouse Wines. Nine times out of ten, when someone is taking the time to break away and do their own thing, it's because they either have a specific point of view or a specific passion that really sort of speaks to maybe not a mass audience, but the customers that I have and the customers at Barterhouse tries to culture and, and cultivate, I think are, are, are those type of people who want that story and feel like if they take a, an allocation of an 80-case made wine, that they've got something special and it's something that only they have or maybe one other person has. So that's kind of what we specialize in. And you know, it may not be business savvy to the nth degree, like we're not making 100,000 cases of Pinot Grigio and you know, flogging them all over New York. But the customers that get wine from us are kind of believing the same stuff we do, which is supporting these small farms, supporting these young winemakers who have a passion for doing it. And, and we supply them with a market and we allow them to get their product out there to otherwise an untapped group of people. All right, this is Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathy Irway, and this is Roberta's Pizza. We're sitting at, which is the Heritage Radio Network headquarters. Gorgeous, gorgeous Monday here in spring. Um, the, the sun has come out. The, the, the birds are buzzing. The bees, I guess, are buzzing. Sorry. Whichever. Um, and, you know, speaking of a very specific passion in that last sponsor message, um, I have a couple of guests on who have just that. I mean, you hear about in the city, you know, people who have blogs about cupcakes or maybe chocolate. You know, I've had guests on here that are all about uh, wild foraging or, or beer or wine. Um, these guys have a site dedicated to sharing the love of nachos. Correct? We do love nachos. So it's Nachos NY, and the founders here are uh, Lee Frank, Rachel Anderson. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for having us. So, okay, nachos. So, th- so just to back up a little bit, they do events about nachos and guacamole. They do guac crawls. They do guac cook-offs. They, they even make little nacho-shaped uh, or- Christmas ornaments around the holidays. Remember that? We do watercolors, too. You make watercolors? We have nacho watercolors, avocado couples, uh, tortilla chip couples. Couples? What do you mean couples? Like a girl and boy tortilla chip. 
Very, it's very cute. Oh, like a figurine or? No, like a watercolor painting of. of <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> we need a visual. <laughs> I'll bring it next here. time. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay, um, so so why nachos? I've always liked nachos. Um, I have memories of a kid as a kid when my mom would make nachos on a Sunday. Like we were just around the house and she would make nachos and. It's the sort of food that everybody really likes. There's nobody who doesn't like nachos. Yeah, to me, nachos is like, that means it's a party. If you're having nachos, it's a good day. And you can always share nachos, too, which is why it goes into like being a party, is that you always have to have somebody else there, because if you eat a whole plate of nachos by yourself, that's kind of sad. Right. Yeah. I don't feel that sad about it anymore. <laughs> I used to. But, yeah, it's the, the community food. You can't, you can't share other foods the same way you can share nachos. That is true. You can't share a taco. God forbid. Mm-hmm. Who would want to try? <laughs> you can't make an art out of it. Well, I guess you could. So, so nachos. Okay, so what? what is the... I mean, when did it... Is this Tex-Mex or am I... I'm confused about the history of nachos. Can you fill me in? Nachos were developed in uh, Piedras Negras in Mexico. <laughs> it was uh, a food made by Ignacio Inaya. Uh, one day when these army wives came to hit the restaurant, he was a maitre d' at. And there was no food left because the kitchen was closed and they were hungry. So he whipped together nachos because his nickname was Nacho. And it became a, a very popular food. So it's, it's kind of Mexican. It's not very... Uh, it doesn't have a long history, but... That's so cool. And it started out as just tortilla chip, cheese, and a slice of jalapeno. It started out very basic. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like chilaquiles, which has that, all that sauce on top and maybe an egg on top, too. It's totally like, you know, kind of... What you do with uh, day-old tortillas, maybe, to to bring back some yumminess to them? Yeah, they're like friendly cousins, the two of those. Chilaquiles and nachos. Have you ever had a chilaquiles cook-off or event? Not yet. Is, uh, is that like totally like against nachos? Or? We haven't really written about it, so we'd have to start a, a new <laughs> column. But maybe maybe after years of of writing about it, we could do a cook-off. So you're writing this blog. Are you? Do you plan to collect things in a in a I don't know a nacho book? Is that? There's some talk about that. Oh, we're, cool. we're thinking about it. We, we're not there yet, but uh, we would love to put out a book. We would. It would be awesome. Okay. So what is the bread and butter uh, like? Is it the events? Like what's coming up? <clears throat> I think the events are. I mean, we do the reviews maybe once or twice a week, and so that's what we keep our we keep our audience engaged in that sort mm-hmm. of sense, and then. The events have really exploded over the last two and a half years now because this will be our third Guactacular and it's just getting bigger and bigger every year. I know, at the yeah. Bell House, right? Yeah, exactly. So we're already filled um, it with It was big the first time. I was yeah. the judge and I had to eat so much guacamole. <laughs> yeah, the first one we didn't expect at all. We didn't charge for admission. We didn't do anything. We didn't have a chip I actually, like, You didn't have a chip. I have this memory of Lee like running down like 7th Street in a desperate search for more tortillas because we ran out of tortillas. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that anymore. But <laughs> but now the, the judges actually have to eat way more guacamole now. You only had to eat like nine. Yeah. Now there's there's 20, 20 and, a, and a waiting list of... of Hopeful competitor, too. Oh, my gosh. How do you judge what is the best guacamole? Because, well, I should know, but I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because it seems like it's all about the avocado. You know, the essence of the, just the taste. Let's just taste an avocado here. But no, a lot of people go crazy, right? And then like to add a little 
little this, little that, some black beans maybe. Some pomegranate seeds. That's always fun. Yeah, you gotta bring out the avocado flavor through other flavors. Mm-hmm. You know, you add, some people have added like bacon to bring out the saltiness of a guacamole. That's a things like that. Good. But it's still just like the dip, right? Nobody comes in with like a guacamole cake, right? Or no, we don't allow that. I mean, that's too much. <laughs> that's too far from the the road. That's that's more of an avocado competition than a, a guacamole thing. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I would bring. I used to bring avocado cakes like the first year i think i did a chocolate chili cake with an avocado buttercream and then Ooh. last year i made an avocado cheesecake that i dropped on the way to guactacular but <laughs> like i'm always trying to like incorporate avocados into desserts so that's fun. crazy yeah it's a lot avocado of ice cream have you done that i haven't done that yet no mm. do you have a good recipe uh no okay i have never tried that but avocados bake really well because of the fattiness to them. So. Yeah. I would imagine, what if you just sweeten some guacamole, don't add salt, and there's your buttercream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much or, what I did with the buttercream. I mean, they put a little bit of sugar cream. in it. Yeah. You put a little bit of sugar in there. Lime it's like, juice. It, it's like nature's pure produce of fat. Mm-hmm. Such a funny invention. Anyway, um, so talk. tell me what's coming up. Oh, so that's the next one coming up. And where, when is it? That's on May 8th at the Bell House from uh, 5 to 8 p.m. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it on a Sunday this year as opposed to doing it on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it's on Mother's Day, so uh, <laughs> any mothers that want to come, please come. I'm sure. I mean, uh, who, who doesn't like, especially those who are uh, expecting mothers, I'm sure they would want to eat tons of, tons of guac. Maybe mm-hmm. not. I don't know. Well, that's one of those things. Maybe the, one of the weird guacs that come out is something that they'll be craving that day. <laughs> so... It's very possible. And you have 20 contestants now lined up with a waiting list? Yeah, mm-hmm. we have 20 lined up. And then I I cut off the waiting list because it was over 10 people. And it was just, unless something crazy happens to those 20 people, then... And how much next. guac does everybody have to make? They make uh, about an ounce to an ounce and a half for 300 people. Mm. Just about that much. So a pretty hefty amount. Yeah, we yeah. give them about, I think it's around 30 avocados. Yeah, 30 to 35 avocados Okay, are what we provide, so... And then they do the rest. Mm. What's your favorite? Like, what's the, what's your favorite out of all the guac offs that you've tried? It's mm. a good question. <laughs> I, I don't get to eat that many. Oh, really? Yeah, I still remember the the clap the one year, which was cilantro, lime, avocado, and pomegranate. I think it was. Yeah, that was the first year. That was the first year. Yeah. I still remember that one. And then last year, I remember when um, Chris from the Skint used pickled jalapenos. I believe it was. And then, I mean, certain attention, like, attention to detail on certain things. I remember that Marcia uses, like, she uses a, a roasted, roasted garlic, and that's the big flavor that comes out of hers, and that was a big fan favorite. Mm, I could see that. Yeah, that would really be yummy. And then one of the surprising ones for me last year was banana, and that one wasn't gross at all to me. I thought it was going to be disgusting. That but doesn't actually, sound too good to me. <laughs> yeah, but it tasted all right. I think it's, a, you know, a mashed and mashed kind of thing. It works yeah. out. Somebody actually approached me recently and wanted to make, uh, wanted to have their friend enter the guacamole with a guacamole that was only bananas, had no avocados. What? I had to shut that down. <laughs> yeah, that she said uh, it was great, but uh, no. So, so is guacamole an integral, like an essential part of uh, nachos? Is that why it's part of this kind of like uh, umbrella of nachos and why? It's usually my favorite part. It's really important to me. It's a good treat. Like, I mean, it's not the basis of, of the original nacho, but it 
pretty much brings right. something. It's to not them, Mr. No. Ignatia Nachos. No. no part. Okay, but what is in a nacho? Like, what does it have to have? Cheese. Good cheese. Yeah, good cheese. Um, crispy chips. Nothing soggy. Nothing stale. But then you always get the chips at the bottom with absolutely nothing on it. How that's do, where the guacamole comes in. Okay. But that's yeah. all on the top, and then you eat it all. It's true. Or good more. attention to detail. I mean, if you're layering your nachos is, is a good thing to do. You, you put your, your chips and your cheese on a first layer, then you, you do, do it all. Yeah, you got to okay. do that. You got to be ready. Too many times, everything's just plopped on You're top done, and you get yeah. soggy soggy too much stuff and then nothing well that's why we're around we're trying okay. to change that okay good so who has the best nachos in the city because i know that you you this study this rachel um i would say because we're gonna we might be doing something there later this this month is at professor tom's they have really good bar style nachos mm-hmm. and it's a good place to just go and pig out because it's served on a cake platter and they're huge, so you can share them with like four or five the other people. The nachos themselves are huge, or just the platter? The platter of them are, is huge. It's like about on a pizza plate. So mm-hmm. it's, and they're really good Ooh, too. Pizza nachos. We could do pizza nachos. Anyway, we'll do that someday. We'll have that today. No. And uh, <laughs> my favorite has to be El Magüey y la Tuna on the uh, Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. And um, there's just pretty basic nachos, like pretty awesome place, but it's. They just come out really good every time. Thank there. you for researching this because, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not like hitting the right spots. But every time I've had nachos in restaurants, it was pretty under unimpressive. Do you want to name the, names? I don't know. I just I I've, I don't even know. Um, gosh, what's that? I don't want to name names. I can't do that. But you know what I you mean. Can leave that up to us. It's just kind of like uninspired, just you know, uninspired slop. Yeah, mm-hmm. slop, which is sad. Yeah. So you're looking to change that. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. That's the goal. And I really liked uh, making nachos with you way back when. Yeah, we had to have that party. Yeah, we have to do that again. Yeah, pulled pork. Okay. I, mean, I think there was asparagus on there. It was totally ramps. Was ram- we did ramps. ramps. Sorry, that was your idea. Before it was cool. Yeah, yeah. that was ramps before it was cool. They are cool now, right? Isn't there like Ramp Fest and coming like up? like pulled pork. Uh, really? I think there's a Ramp event coming up very soon. Gosh, is there a Ramp blog? I don't know about too. Ramp NY, maybe. <laughs> All right. We'll have to look out for that. But meanwhile, you brought a song? I did. On? Okay, what's it? It's uh, by Parry Grip. Um, he records a lot of silly songs. And uh, it's called Guacamole. All right. Let's put it on. We'll be right back. Quacka, 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 guacamole. Quacka, 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 guacamole. Put this green tasty face in the mouth, in your face, and you will be in heaven. Guacamole. Is that the theme song for the guac-offs? 
It should be. I think we 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 emailed him <laughs> right after we announced like announced last year is asking if he wanted to put something out. We never heard back, but shortly after this song came out, so oh maybe we put it in his mind that he That's should record something. That's pretty perfect. I can see a live performance of that. Uh, speaking of which, that was just, uh, what was the name of the song? And Guacamole by Perry Grip. By Perry Grip. It could be downloaded for free on his website. All right. And once again, we got Rachel and Lee from Nachos NY, who are having a guac-tacular event uh, at Bell House soon, May 8th. Um, so I usually ask this, but I think that this question is totally obsolete in your case but what is the, <laughs> the best deal <laughs> what would be your dream date meal <laughs> you should answer this rachel <laughs> i don't want to assume anything so yeah. a dream date meal oh yeah. god like if it were nachos definitely it would need to have chorizo on there Ooh. i would love to have chorizo Spicy. nachos so it'd be something different. It'd also be like a good test to see if he's really interested in Mexican food or spicy foods or just different foods too. Mm-hmm. So if you just go for the chicken nachos, then or you're finger kind of foods too, which yeah. is somewhat, yeah. you know, it's fun, it's messy. Yeah. So can't take yourself too seriously. So I guess I would go with like chorizo nachos. Okay, chorizo nachos. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if it's a first date, there's definitely some nachos that I've eaten that I'd probably stay away from. Because mm-hmm. like you can end up with some some guacamole like on your cheek or something like that. <laughs> There's just fly, stuff flying everywhere, <laughs> kind of nachos. I don't want to even stay away from there. the beans too. Maybe, <laughs> maybe if you're expecting the date to go for a long time, maybe. Nachos are one of those addictive things you can't stop eating more because I feel like you're always like kind of hoping for that perfect pile of stuff arranged on a chip so you keep searching for for like the best combination mm-hmm. and so you always overeat i, I do and then i feel gross yeah <laughs> that's why like the ones that are like perfectly plated sometimes even though they're not what you really want like you want the mess you want the gross like finger food kind mm-hmm. of thing the little pizza style ones where they're individually made on a chip they kind of go really well. I have not heard of this phenomenon. There's a lot of places that have them. It's a more uh, more organized nacho, right? And that more way they formal. can they can make yeah. sure you get each bite is like the same. You get you get your meat and your, or bean oh. or whatever. Okay, everything together. That. Yeah, that's cool. It's like what a you... composed cho, composed nacho, <laughs> composed cho. Yeah, <laughs> we like to say cho a lot. Cho. <laughs> yeah, you have these shirts that say chos before hose. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. true. Um, <laughs> I feel kind of weird when I wear it, but but I really like it. That's hand designed by me, which I, is yeah. my, my best artwork. <laughs> Do you get any like Korean people who are like, "What the hell are you talking about?" My last name is Cho. <laughs> I guess the uh, market doesn't overlap that much. Okay. <laughs> but when the, the the taco trucks, the Korean taco trucks, start making a lot of nachos, we'll have that problem. Yeah, you'll have that problem. Yeah. Uh, I can see it. Yeah, why not some kimchi on nachos? That'd be yummy. Mm. I have had it recently. Nice. It 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 didn't work very well. The uh, the kimchi and the like cheese sauce is a oh. an odd combination. <laughs> so stick away maybe it has to sauce. go back to the lab a little bit. <laughs> Take that one back to the planning stage. So how often do you make? Do you often you know play around tinkering with the best nacho combinations in the world? Um. The last time I made nachos, I sliced my finger open, so I haven't made them since. Um, but we made them with they. We worked with Murray's Cheese, and they gave us some really good cheese and um, smokra. So using smoked okra instead oh, yeah. of jalapenos. That's uh, Rick's, Rick's picks. Yeah. yeah, 
We used that, and that was a really cool um, take on on nachos. That sounds yummy. Yeah, pickled smoky okra. Yeah, instead of jalapenos. Mm. We're actually planning. Uh, uh, we just before we walked in here decided we we're going to have a a nacho cook off of our own against each other because mm-hmm. the the Sabers are about to play the Flyers in the playoffs, and I'm from Philly and she's from Buffalo, <laughs> so yeah. we're going to do a, a cheese ste- a cheesesteak nacho versus a buffalo chicken nacho. Ooh! So look forward to that. Yeah. So that should be fun. Mm-hmm. Those all sound like good little riffs. Yeah, on the original. Yeah, and we we I've never had good buffalo chicken nachos, so I'm ready to. I've to never take that even on. had any. <laughs> don't don't try them anywhere. I don't yeah, think it's been don't. done right yet. Okay. Um, the one place that did have a good spin on nachos was um, Southern Hospitality. They did a pulled pork and a barbecue sauce nacho, and it was a little sweet, but it was st- it complimented really well. Yeah, I remember how worried I was before we went there, because they were super nice to us, reached out to us a bunch of times, like. And then I was just concerned that uh, a pulled pork nacho would not be good. And it ended up being really mm. delicious. Yeah. Was there any cheese on that one or just barbecue yeah, sauce? Yeah, it was, it it was all there. Okay. It had it all going on. What about like a, uh, I don't know, like a maybe a corned beef and cabbage St. Patrick's Day nacho? It could work. I mean... I don't know, like, you don't really eat corned beef with cheese too much, no. and I think cheese is pretty important. and sausage? No, you don't have to. Well, for on St. Patrick's Day, we sometimes, we didn't do it this year, um, but last two years we've done Irish nachos, which are um, potatoes, <laughs> either like sliced potatoes or waffle fries or french fries, and then cheddar cheese, bacon, sour cream, um, chives, and... You can still call those nachos it, yeah. even though they're potato chips? It's Irish nachos, so okay. it's, it's the one day a year that we kind of deviate from I didn't from know this game was so open, uh, this playing field was so open. That's yeah. good. And what do you think about people who eat nachos with a fork? We didn't used to like it, I think. But I think at this point, we found nachos that are so messy that you just can't get anything if you don't use a fork. <laughs> and... If you start out with a fork, I think we have a problem. But yeah. if you have to clean it up, I mean, if, you, if it was that good that you want to clean it up and eat the rest that's just scraping the bottom, I think it's yeah. okay to use a fork. If you order it and the fork is already in your hand, you've made a mistake. <laughs> so you got to try, at mm-hmm. least. Get get a little dirty. Mm-hmm. You should have a nacho cook-off where it's like a... What's that kind of contest where it's like no hands eating? <laughs> like, a, so like an eating competition yeah. for it? Yeah, well, no. Like, but you know what I mean? Where no it's cooking? Like, you just no, have to use your mouth to cook it? Yeah. Like, remember pie contests that used to be like, you have to just use your face to eat? And then at the end, like, you find a piece of bubble what do you gum call at that? the end? Oh. Pie eating contest? Pie in- yeah. I think that's usually what it's called. Okay. Nacho eating contest. Okay. okay. I think we're, that's what we're sort of talking about with uh, Professor Tom's, or we're sort of aiding in getting that happening at Professor Because, Thompson. I mean, what's more messy than nachos? Let's just mm-hmm. embrace it for a second here. I wonder if you'd poke your eye out with a chip every single <laughs> time. <laughs> really we you could really waivers. choke on them, yeah. too. Okay, <laughs> pie, it's like soft and crust, like, you know, you have dough yeah, and yeah, but chips and... <laughs> we're going to have some people choking, That is we? really dangerous. <laughs> we, have to con- we have to concert our law, our, our law team. Yeah. <laughs> What is the biggest nacho no-no that, like, you see? Lettuce? Lettuce, Lettuce is pretty big. Uh, yeah. so- cheese sauce out of a can. Yeah, yeah. cheese with. That's not no. right yeah. at all. Because, I mean, we've had some good quesos, actually, which we used to just be blanket, no cheese sauce whatsoever. But then we went to, um, where was it in Carroll Gardens? 
it was on our guac crawl that we ended we stopped there towards the end oh um alma Alma, yeah alma had cheese sauce we were pretty surprised but it was like a queso huh yeah yeah we those two were pretty big um when i was i was in austin for south by i had like four quesos in four days and those were pretty nice and sort of made me think that cheese sauce and queso aren't the same thing so we should wait i thought queso was just cheese What's going on? Well, most quesos end up, or like the traditional queso would be like a, a block of Velveeta with a uh, Rotel tomatoes and stuff. That's what it is? That's what Ooh. people call their queso. But okay. I mean, we're used to, in New York, I think, having cheese whiz or fake cheese whiz come out of a can and just plopped like on movie a, theater nachos. Kind yeah. Of or an aerosol spray can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't had that yet for nachos. But that would I be, haven't either. That would be a disaster. <laughs> anyway, sorry to bring that up. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, other. I mean, also, we I could say that, uh, like, a green chip. I don't really like colored chips, but I can understand it if it's a colored corn that exists. Like but a green blue chip, corn, right? yeah, blue yeah. corn is cool with me. Who had green chips. Alma had green chips. We're like saying all these things that we hated about, like, about about that, nachos, and then okay. Alma they turned out to have green chips and cheese sauce. Were they? So they were. They were tasty. The yeah, there's an exception to the rule, I guess. Yeah, but. Are they spinach chips? No, they're no. They're, they're, they have food coloring. Perplexing. Yeah, when, yeah, when yeah. we see green and red chips, we're not too happy. But there is red corn, I believe. I just yeah. feel like still probably most of the red chips are dyed red. Probably. I think so, yeah. yeah. It's an unnatural mm-hmm. shade sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so what was I going to say? What about cotija cheese? good i like yeah. it I, it's a nice little addition to everything because i hate it when um you get like just like really nasty kind of yellow processed cheddar that's like halfway melted and then it's cold and you know i don't think you can just go with just cotia you need maybe you need not melty. nasty but something melty something to bind it all yeah something to keep it together and then that's a little addition on top little thanks for coming kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah all right. And uh, do you got any nacho recipes on your blog that I can check out soon? We have a lot of um, salsas and guacamole uh, recipes, especially after last year's Guactacular and the Guac Rock Boat Cruise. We published a lot of the, the recipes from the, the winning recipes. That's what I thought. Okay. So cool. we do a lot of those. Um, so make it, put it together and make your own nacho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we'll be, we'll be coming out with some great, crazy recipes. We'll have this buffalo chicken and cheesesteak <laughs> recipes pretty soon i can't wait to see that and uh anything else could be could be a good nacho we had a friend that made uh a nacho dumpling so we want to do the reverse and make a dumpling nacho and like wait what is which so a nacho dumpling would be nacho ingredients inside a dumpling that's awesome so like a ground beef and cheese and such inside the dumpling we want to do the opposite so take like a pork Mm -hmm. that you would find in a dumpling and soy sauce and things Oh, that would be fun. Put it on a, like a fried wonton. And a fr- oh, like instead of nacho chips yeah. or t- tortilla chips, that sounds really yummy. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to deep fry a lot of stuff though. But it's okay. I figure that's all right. We're not in here for the the diet of it all. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Have you found that since uh, eating eating nachos, there's there's really no way to go around like a healthy platter of nachos or guacamole i mean which is it's a good it's a good fat that guacamole i I don't worry about guacamole um with the nachos you can you can change it up to get a healthier a healthier version 
we, we don't do it that much, but it's possible. It is possible. Yeah. I believe it can be done. And just don't eat a baked tortilla. Just share. Yeah, yeah, just, just share. share. Okay, just That's share. All. I mean, that's why it's we're sad if you eat a whole plate, probably, by yourself. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Even you're pack, though you do you're it packing sometimes. on the pounds and not having the fun. <laughs> Even though, <laughs> yeah. Party on a platter. Well, okay. Thank you so much, guys, for sharing the love of nachos. I feel like I have a much better sense of this food, which is just really for fun. So yeah, keep on for keep us. on doing the, uh, the right stuff, and I can't wait to see what happens at the next guac off. Cool. Check out nachosny.com. Thanks again, Lee and Rachel. And thanks to Jack Insley and the Controller Booth. See you next week. Thank you. Whole Foods Market celebrates Earth Month with the Do Something Real Film Festival, a collection of six provocative character-driven films focused on food, environmental issues, and everyday people with a greater vision. Come see one of the six features at City Cinemas Village East from Saturday, April 16th through Thursday, April 21st, every night at 6 p.m. Learn more about the films and special events at www.dosomethingreal.com. That's www.dosomethingreal.com. Sponsored by Whole Foods Market. The following message has been brought to you by Fairway Market. What's the buzz about honey? Well, those busy little bees are up to something, and it is delicious. The Fairway label honey is superb. Fairway only hires worker bees that are the best at what they do. This makes for a great-tasting, high-quality honey at an amazing value with the Fairway stamp of approval. And on top of being delicious, honey is a